podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Matt Lenahan Boxing Social in association with William Hill and Empire Fight Star. Delighted to be joined by the builder, Frank Smith. Frank, look, I know you're going to be getting this all week. Let's just start off there before we talk about why we're actually here this week. Um, you also made some comments, and I you spoke to other outlets about the, uh, other outlets about this. Can you just clarify what you meant? Because I'm sure when you went down that trail of breadcrumbs, you maybe didn't mean it how you meant it. So off you go. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, something I said at 1.30 in the morning after a long, long old uh, queue of interviews. Um, did I mean anything about builders? No. To be honest, the only people who are offended aren't builders that I've had. It's basically people offended on behalf of builders who, you know, want to create some kind of illusion that I meant anything. You know, look, if you know me, you know I wouldn't say anything. Like the way people have perceived it and positioned it and, and created this thing that I've said it in a way. But if I offended anyone, if I offended any builders, I apologise. Um, and if I would have said accountant, no one would have ever, ever said anything. Do you think it's because, obviously, you said builders and a lot of these shows, obviously, they're packed to the rafters, especially this one at this weekend, with people, working class people, so them looking at that going, hang on, like, we're paying the money for this show, we want to know, we want to know, because I think it's not helped, by the way, that this appeal situation, there's no dates being released and you don't know, the board doesn't know it. Yeah. So. What I meant was, it's not for social media to decide his fate. Right, so he has to explain his fate, or he has to go through a process with someone to decide his fate. Right, rather than present to every individual, this is this is the position, etc., etc. That's what I meant. So, builder, bad choice of word. When people say it was me aiming it at working class, I am not a rich kid. Like I have worked my way up from 14 years old, from, and people call me a T boy, which a T boy you would position as working class, right? So, which one is it? And you have people like Simon Jordan, who have their agendas, they will say, oh yeah, he's saying about the working class who go to his shows. So, but which one am I? Like, is it, am I, do I have a problem with working class, Simon, or am I a T-boy? Which one is it? Do you get what I'm saying? You know. Do you think, obviously, Simon Jordan thing and yourselves match him more already, I think, um, than anything else. Do you think that that quote-unquote agenda still there from every time any of you say anything that he's just jumping on it for the sake of jumping on it rather than for reason yeah 100% because there were a lot of other things that happened in that week that they didn't even bring up in their show between him and Spencer they, they seem to focus a bit of time talking about me and look like I say did I word things the right way could I have said things better yes I'm sure I could right so you know if I offended anyone with what I said I apologize but it was in no ways meant in the way that people like Simon Jordan and other people have positioned it. You know, and especially if you know me, you know the way, you'll know that the way everyone's positioned it is not the way that it was in any way meant. Like I say, I meant it's for, it's for people to decide, or a specialist within this field, to decide his fate, essentially. And he's not, he shouldn't have to explain to every individual, you know, the, the, to get to an outcome. Yeah, I'm going to say, I've been spoken to you for the last couple of years. I think I knew where you were going, but I just thought, oh, God, <laughs> it's going off on one of you. I watched it and went, yeah, to be fair. You could see it coming from yeah, you, I suppose. But, like, again, it's easy when you do this, like, especially at 1.30 in the morning. I'm not making excuses. I said it. Like, yeah. So, but when you do this back to back to back and it, you've been doing it all day, 
sometimes you will say things. Well, look, let's move on from that. We're here for what I think is a bit of a throwback fight. I think Eddie mentioned it in his interview with um, Charlie yesterday. Um, this is a fight as well, not built off any BS in the build-up. No tables getting slung. I mean, not yet anyway. I don't know how it'll turn out tomorrow. It could change very quickly. But it's two two-time world champions. Josh is fighting to a chance to be three. And when you look at styles, you look at matchups, this could be an absolute firecracker. What's your opinion on this weekend's action? Because it is an absolute belting main event. 100%. It's a fight we wanted to make. It's a fight we pushed hard to make. Um, and, you know, it's, a special, it's going to be a special atmosphere in there as well. You've got these two guys who, you know, we've seen the following they've created in both Leeds and Nottingham. And to now bring that in the middle, um, it's going to be something very, very special. And like I say, there's only one way you see this fight going, and that's an absolute terror. Um, you know, we, we, we represent both of them. We want to deliver the best possible opportunities, and we think this is one of the best fights that can be made. And an all-British clash between two of the best, um, you know, it's going to be a special night. And then a huge undercard as well. You know, some tremendous fights. You've got Terry Harper against Brackhouse on the card. You've got Kieran Conway against Linus Udofi as a brilliant fight. Uh, you've got Hopi Price against Connor Coggills on there as well. Janae Boston. Um, you've got Cameron Vong's professional debut. Nico Levis on there as well. Um, Kobe McNamara as well. No, it's a stacked card from top to bottom and I can't wait for Saturday night because these are the kind of cards you know people get up for and, and we need to deliver these kind of nights when you look in that division as well like all the good fights we've seen we saw fight of the year between Michael Conlon and Lee Wood we're potentially going to see another one now so I feel like it's quite stacked you could all just fight each other you've got Lopez now who looks like he's going to be fighting for for all the marbles against Fabrizio Ramirez but if everyone could just fight each other and I don't feel like no one's stock goes really down from taking these fights because they've got all the ingredients to be entertaining. Like you say, there's tremendous fights to be made. You know, you've got the likes of the Maurizio Lara fights as well, the Michael Conlon one you mentioned there. Now look, you could make, regardless of the winner of Saturday night, you know, could be Wood against Conlon down the road again. That was fight of the year. Like, everyone would want to see that. Regardless of belts, regardless, these are fights people want to see. People want to see entertainment. And like you say, all of these fights over the past year have delivered entertainment. And you've got a group of guys who are willing to fight each other, and that's all it comes down to. Let's quickly touch on while what you were doing while you were away. You were in Japan securing a deal. The news came out. You're going to think be doing three shows in that neck of the woods. I always ask Eddie about what territory he wanted to expand into next, and he's now going, you know, going into that part of the world. Exciting times. Yeah, look, Japan's been a market we've looked at for a long time, even four or five years ago. Um, and you, look, sometimes it takes a lot of work to get these over the line. It's exciting to sign a big partnership with Rakuten and Never Say Never. You know, look, they're a huge brand in, in, in Japan and globally, but obviously in Japan. Um, and you know, it was a massive partnership to get over the line. Three-year deal, three fights a year. You know, and it was a you know a, a big signing for us. So I was out there for the press conference of that to announce that deal. Uh, went to Malaysia after that with speaking to the government in Malaysia around delivering events, not just in boxing, but you know, as a business, we promote ten different sports, four hundred events a year. So talking about darts, snooker, nine ball, pool, and boxing out there. Then I was just come back from Abu Dhabi this morning, landed back. So been on a whirlwind tour over the last couple of weeks. Um, and yeah, some big some big opportunities coming up. Hi, all part of the job as well, getting to travel the world. Look, just touch on a little bit, Tyson Fury, Alexander Usyk, it came out saying signed. Rumours of a date of the 23rd of December and also saying it could come at the um, back end of sort of Riyadh season. You think the 23rd was thrown out there because there was obviously talk of Ben Eubank for the 23rd or do you think they genuinely believe that's a date that could happen depending on what happens in Fury and Garner? I think it's maybe it's a date they're looking at. I think the reality for a fight of this magnitude, look, it's a huge fight. The undisputed heavyweight championship of the world, it deserves a big build-up. Um, seven weeks from that Nganu fight, I, I think he's, he's going to be tough to do that. 
not just you know someone could get cut could pick up a little like all these things um, I think I think you know it needs a, a longer build up time but again they'll, they'll decide that um, and you know tremendous fight glad it's signed obviously you know there's lots going on in the heavyweight division but you know it's uh, been a long time coming and hopefully we see it I know a lot of people were doubtful that Tyson wanted that fight with Alexander Usyk. I saw Eddie's comments saying, you know what, seeing that fight get signed makes you just sort of like, let's try and get AJ Wilder done now. now I know Eddie said months ago, locked in for December, that seems to be a big thing that keeps getting thrown back in his face. But have you got any update on where we're at now? Because everyone's looking going, everyone seems to be in limbo because I'm sure Deontay wants to get back out quite soon. He's had what? A couple of seconds of one round since the defeats to Fury. AJ still with his new trainer, great knockout of Hellenius, but everyone's sort of waiting so how long do you wait before you pull the trigger on announcing an AJ fight that's not Wilder or can we see that before the end of the show where are we at with the whole thing yeah look we're working on options now you know I think the intention is definitely there from all sides to try and make the Wilder fight it has to make sense for everybody um, and you know we want to make that fight it's a massive fight we wanted to make that fight for a long time but like I say we have to get a deal together that all parties are happy with um, I think over the next few next week seven to ten days things you now if he's going to fight this year it has to be set if he's not and it moves into next year then you know we've got a bit more time but it's an ongoing process that conversations are ongoing hourly you know daily and hourly around what's next and what the plan is but relationships between the two promotional companies that always used to be the hurdle in terms of um shelly finkel eddie and everybody we're now confident that that's all okay it's just a matter of site date and actually finding a venue yeah, look, Eddie, Eddie's been speaking to Shelley regularly around it. Obviously met Deontay a few, I think earlier this year. Had a you know, nice guy, had a good chat with him, spent a lot of time with him. Um, and I, I believe, you know, we can get something done. I believe, uh, all, like I say, all sides want it. And, yeah, you know, look, Eddie's getting called up now. There's so much pressure because we have to talk, talk, talk about things and build things up and say this is set. And when it doesn't get delivered, people are then disappointed, come back to it. So it's kind of like... Let's not talk too much. Just in case. Yeah. yeah, and let's try and focus on delivering it, um, you know, and, and see where we get to. Well, look, final one from me, something a bit different. I've been asking everyone, I asked Eddie this the other day, there's one fight you can make in boxing now, not you, not you, Bank Ben, because obviously that's an in-house fight and it's an obvious one. Fury U6 now signed, so that one's out the window. There's one fight you can make now that you'd pay your money to stay up four in the morning, pay-per-view, $30 or 80 that they're charging, obviously, the States, whatever it is, you can make it now. What is it? Joshua Wilder. Joshua Wilder? Outside of your stable then, or your outside anyone, our, yeah. Outside of our stable. Because yeah. everyone sort of, we think that's going to happen kind of thing. We're assuming that's going to happen. Okay, outside of our stable. Love to see Canelo Benavides. Yeah, absolute banging fight. Who do you think wins in that? Canelo. She's your friend. No, I, I think, I, look, I think Canelo's a special fighter. I think, you know, I've watched a lot of fights in my time but when you see it watch Canelo up close he he punches with every every punch has intention behind it um, and I just think he's too I, th I think he's a brilliant fighter and I think people saying about you know he's on the way down like I don't believe so at all you know he's shown time and time again that you know how good he is and look he stepped up against Dimitri Bivol who again is in the top pound for pound you know list of fighters and is he was people don't give him credit for trying to do things, trying to go and win titles in other weight divisions. So, look, I think he's still got a lot left to deliver the sport. And he's proof as well that you can take a loss. He's lost to Floyd May with a Dimitri Bivol, and his resume is absolutely almost unparalleled, aside from your Floyds who retired. So, look, Frank, appreciate the time as always. That's Socket Box Social. Catch up soon. Cheers, mate. Good to see you.
Podcast Network.